So welcome back to the Expert Edge. Uh, today's a good one. I'm super excited for you to hear the interview that we've uh, just recorded or I recorded with Pat Flynn. Now, if you don't know Pat Flynn, he has been in the industry, expert industry for over a decade. Uh, he's the creator of Smart Passive Income. He was one of the first people to really kind of publish his profit and loss statement online. And that really caught my eye because uh, not only was he making incredible money, uh, he was just just incredibly transparent. And uh, I could see that this was a guy who was the real deal. In fact, it's so cool when I'm just, I'm, I'm literally looking at his about page right now. And it says, this is what it says about him. It says, it says, I didn't go to business school. I'm not an expert copywriter or a genius marketer. I am, however, a person who knows that building a successful business is about helping to serve others first and then building a team or systems uh, and leaning on that service even more. My goal is not to buy an island, to drive a Lambo, or to live in a 10-bedroom be house in the Hollywood Hills. My goal instead is, in, is to inspire everyone around, around me through the actions I take, the lessons that I learn, and the happiness I can share with others. Uh, that just really just sums it up. When I was looking at his uh, about page, I was like, man, that just sums it up. It's so cool. He's the real deal. He's a, he's a father. Uh, he's a Pokemon lover, actually. <laughs> we talk about Pokemon. Um, but as always on the Expert Edge, I just love to feature people who are not only successful in business, but are also successful in life. Uh, they are market leaders who have made a lot of money, made a lot of impact, uh, but also are creating the type of life that I look up to, that I respect. And um, that's what I always want to bring to you uh, on the Expert Edge. Now, on another note, something really exciting is I just finished recording a new on-demand training. And if you haven't done it yet, uh, it's called The Five Secrets to Selling on Webinar and Live Stages. See, one of the challenges for many people is that they don't know what to put in their webinars, what to keep out, what to put in. Uh, and for most people, they don't even realize that as, as a coach, you're leaving, you're leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars of revenue on the table if you don't have a really solid uh, sell from webinar or a sell from stage strategy in place in your business. And if you look around, all the market leaders use these mechanisms, these methods, because they just work. They're going to continue to work in the future. And so I put together the five most important ideas that I think you need to be aware of when you're designing a presentation that sells. And it's a presentation that truly converts um, without you feeling pushy and salesy and all that sort of stuff. So. Uh, if you want to uh, learn more about that, you can just go to colinboyd.co forward slash workshop. The link will be in the show notes, but it's colinboyd with one L dot co uh, forward slash workshop. So go and check that out. It's a new on-demand training. As soon as you log in, you'll get instant access, which is cool. So definitely go and check that out if you're wanting to make webinars or speaking a profitable part of your business this year. So let's get into this amazing interview with one of my good friends and a true market leader, Pat Flynn. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. Pat Flynn, welcome to the Expert Edge. Thank you for having me, man. Excited to be here. <laughs> it's so good. Hey, mate, you've been someone on the list I've been wanting to have on the podcast for quite some time. So I'm excited to interview you. Uh, you've been in the industry for quite some time. I know you're not a grandfather, but uh, you're kind of like a grandfather in the industry. Um, <laughs> so feels like it sometimes. Like my back's going out now and like my knees hurt. I, I might as well be. Yeah, <laughs> Totally. Dude, I remember like back in the day, you know, when, um, you know, you were one of the first people to like publish your profit and losses, like mm. every single month you would publish like what you were making, how much affiliate commission. I remember looking at it. This was when I was first starting my expert business and just looking at those numbers going like, oh my gosh, like imagine making that much money per month. And so it's just been cool kind of like for me doing my journey uh, in my own way and kind of growing our business and, and kind of reflecting on you that you were really public in that journey. I'm curious um, in terms of what got you into this like expert industry? Cause I'd love to understand like your journey a little bit more and for the audience to kind of understand you and where you came from. 
Yeah, for sure. Thank you. So I actually was set out to be an architect. I actually went into the architecture field, went to school for architecture, was an architect for four years until 2008. I got laid off like many other people. Mm. And, uh, you know, I went through a, a state of depression. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't have a plan B for that. Yeah. But then I discovered podcasts. And this is why podcasts mean so much to me, because a podcast called Internet Business Mastery changed my life. It was hosted by Sterling and Jay. And on one episode, they interviewed a guy named Cornelius Fitchner, who made six figures a year helping people pass the PM exam, project management exam. Right. And that blew me away. This is again, 2008. Nobody was like very public about these things. And to hear the story and how this person was making money, like literally in their sleep, it almost sounded too good to be true, but it made sense to me. He was publishing information about the stuff he knew. People bought that information and he got paid for it. And that just made sense to me. And I said, wow, I had recently taken a number of different exams in the architecture space. I wonder if I could package some of that stuff and put it online and help people. And that's exactly what I did. In fact, I took one particular exam, um, the one that I had most recently taken, that was the most difficult, but I knew a lot about, and I had helped a lot of my employees before I, uh, I got, or my uh, coworkers before I got let go. And I packaged that online in a website called uh, greenexamacademy.com. And in October of 2008, I launched uh, an, an ebook study guide. It was literally a PDF file that I sold with like a PayPal button. Uh, and that month I made $7,908.55 from a, a PDF file. Um, and I sold it for $19, $19.99. And it blew me away, dude. Like I wow. could not believe, I thought the FBI was gonna come and swap yeah. me because it just didn't feel, like, it, it felt it, illegal. Yeah. Right. And that's not the opposite of what happened. What happened was I got a barrage of thank you notes from these people yeah. saying, yeah. oh my gosh, I was studying so hard for this. It was so difficult, but you made it so easy. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. And the thing is like, I, I had been working in architecture for a number of years and I have my fingerprint on several buildings around the US and nobody would ever know that. Nobody had ever thanked me for that. I was just doing my work as a drafter and, and a project manager. And then here I was helping this little tiny like world of the internet who was studying for this very tiny exam as an architect uh, and getting thank thanks and praise for it. Yeah. And that's what was my first experience of holy moly, like I have something that's valuable to somebody and I could share that and I can get paid for that. This is crazy. And so I, I leaned into that, um, started learning more about business and then the, the $8,000 turned into $12,000 a month to $18,000, $30,000 a month selling what then became a $29 book. Um, and this is around the time that people were like, how are you doing this? Like this, this is crazy. And that's when I started smartpassiveincome.com, the website that most people know me from. Yes. And, and it was titled that because um, mainly due to inspiration from Tim Ferriss in the four hour work week, you know, it was like, not just like building businesses, but doing it in a way that allowed the business to work for you. Um, there's a reason why in that business, I didn't have a physical copy of that book. There's a reason why everything was set up as, as automated as possible. Um, it was so that it was just, it would just work. Uh, and so I figured out that way of automating that service to others. Uh, and I started to talk about that. And I, like, like you said, I also started sharing exactly how much money I was making and, and how much money I was losing and where, where I was spending money. And that I didn't know it would have that much of an impact on people. I mean, it makes sense to me now, Back then, everybody was just holding that information back or they would say, hey, I'll give you that information, but you got to pay first. I was just giving it all away and there was no reason for me to, to, to charge for that information. I, I wanted to help as many people through the recession as possible. And of course, that put me on the map more and I started to be a guest on other podcasts and um, blog, guest blog articles and getting written up in Forbes and, and New York Times and stuff about, uh, about this kind of stuff. And it just really showed me that people needed this info. And so I just kind of leaned into it even more. And now Smart Passive Income, which now is a podcast and a YouTube channel. I've written three books. I do keynotes all around the world. And uh, it's just been a beautiful journey that, you know, is so rewarding. And, and, and probably the most rewarding part of it is that I've kept it as passive as possible. It's not totally passive. Nothing is 100% passive, but yeah. um, it allows me more time with my kids, my family. And, and my wife is a stay-at-home mom, and we've both been able to be there for most of our kids' lives as they've grown into now uh, teenager and almost teenager age. And, um, you know, I'm very grateful for that. And, 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 and that's what I want for others too. Mm. You, I've got so many questions. Um, <laughs> so, so first of all, uh, your first month, uh, over 7,000 selling like a $19 product. You obviously have, there's some volume there. 
uh, what did that look like in your promotion strategy and and so forth, like back in the day? Sure. So October 2008 was the, the month I launched that ebook. That was not the same month that I launched the website. There were several months leading up to that. Right, uh, right. Right. So on the website, I had learned that if you had a website and you publish content, content to it, Google might mm. push people your way. Yeah. All you have to do is write about stuff people want to know about. And so that's what I did. I just literally took all my notes and turned them into blog posts. And I put them up there for people to just get free access to. And it was interesting because I didn't know anything about what I was doing. I just like posted it up there. And then I went uh, and learned about business through Internet Business Mastery. And they're like, hey, you got to keep track of your analytics. And I was like, how? Oh, use Google Analytics. So I put Google Analytics on the website after a few months uh, of it having been up. And I was like, wait, is this why are there 5000 people a day coming to this website? This doesn't make any sense. I didn't know that Google really loved the website and everything I was posting. And, and the reason was because not only did it have the information people were looking for via search, but people were sharing this all over the world with everybody else. I didn't had no idea because I did. I didn't know to track this and any of this stuff. And I eventually like dug in and found that like there were certain architecture forums and business arenas and that were like all like linking to my website saying like, guys, I found this gem online. Like here it is. I had no idea. Um, and, and that's how I was able to have some audience at the point at which I had sold that book. And the, the marketing was this wake up, put the link on the website, hope for the best. I had, I had no email list. I love that. I, I just had traffic coming to the website and, yeah. and I put it on the homepage and said, hey, the new book. I, I, I went to like ebookcoversdesign.com or whatever to like yeah. finagle some sort of, you know, 3D version of a book cover because it was just a PDF file. And I remember my, my big selling point on the sales page, actually the sales page itself, there was a book by Yannick Silver called Moonlighting on the Internet. And it had all these things about like, you can sell on eBay, you can do this and that. One of the sections was like a sales page. Here is a literal Mad Libs version of a sales page. You just insert your product and you insert your benefits. And I did exact. I, I copied just followed it. <laughs> I just followed Yonix moonlighting on the Internet. It's probably so out of date now, but that sales page taught me features versus benefits and, you know, price and guarantee and all that kind of stuff. So I just use that. And that alone was able to help generate the first about a, uh, amount of income that came in. I remember when the first sale came in, I could not believe it. I was like, I was blown away. Like I created something out of nothing. It felt like, mm. and I was like, wow, like I went to school for five years for an architect for architecture degree. And then I went and worked in the forest for three years and I've already now made two and a half times more in the short time that I've built this online business. Like this is unreal. And, and it was, cool. it was cool. One thing I noticed about you, Pat, is uh, whenever I like go into one of your websites, one of your blogs, you know, you'll say, you'll have a blog title. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'll have a look at that. Click on it. And I'm like, dude, this is a book. Like this is, this is so thorough. <laughs> it you. is so in depth. Or sorry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, obviously Google's probably going to like that, like the thoroughness of it, the depth of it, the, you know, like yeah. all of the long form. But I'm curious, what is, what I want to know more about is your mindset coming into your work. Because one thing I noticed about you is, is the, the word thorough is, is what came to mind. And you're extremely in depth, like uh, very specific about things very thorough which obviously like leans towards your architectural background uh and being detail oriented sure. etc if you're not art, uh thorough as an architect like the building will fall and kill people yeah, like, that's, that's not a good thing for <laughs> the building to fall but uh, but but i'm assuming you bring that same mindset into your courses into your memberships into like everything you build so like talk to me about your thinking behind when you're building something that you're going to market, even your books and so forth. Like, how do you get yourself or what's your thinking behind building something? Yeah, the thinking is, um, how can I remove as much guesswork as possible? Like, I just want to know that what I'm creating is actually what people want. And so there's a there's a lot of research that goes into this as far as not research, like, let me read all these studies and go to these colleges. It's it's let me talk to people who this is for and ask them what the heck they've tried before, what's, what's worked for them, what hasn't, what do they have questions about, what are their struggles, what are their challenges, and compiling all that, all those questions, 
and putting them into some document or some video or some podcast that can help them through that. The best, the, the, the number one thing that drives me is how can I serve first? So I cannot serve anybody if I don't know what they want. So I have to figure that out first. And this is why my book, Will It Fly was written to literally answer that question. Cause the tagline is how to test your next business idea. So you don't waste your time and money. Hmm. And so the validation and the testing is key. And when you spend, it's like sharpening that ax, for several hours so that you just spend 30 minutes cutting down the tree versus trying to use a dull axe trying and, and, and the equivalent of using a dull axe is just like the spray uh approach which is just i'm going to write about anything and everything i know and hopefully some of that will resonate with people versus let me find out exactly what a person needs help with so that i can create the thing that resonates for them and that's that like for you like even like i think about like your power podcasting or your different products that you've got when you're building those what does that actually look like for you yeah, I mean, it's literal conversations. Um, one thing that I think surprised a lot of people when I was speaking on stage at one point was telling people that like, even at the point at which I had hundreds of thousands of followers, I would still have one-on-one -on -one conversations with new email subscribers. And those are some of the most golden things that I could ever recommend you do if you want to grow your businesses, literally have conversations with people because they're going to tell you straight up how they feel and why they're struggling. They're going to tell you the story that'll help you empathize with that, with who it is that you're actually helping versus a made up avatar. And that's why I like that whole avatar exercise, like come up with your ideal customer, give them a name, like they're John and they have two kids and they live here and they try, <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, that's cool. That's great. But what if you actually spoke to like John in real life? And not only were you able to like hear his story, but you were able to also ask him questions and you were able to also hear his answers but then also ask follow-up questions. And then not only that, you'd be able to actually offer them something that can get them a result and see if that works and get a gut reaction from it. And then see the life on the other side of all that hard work when they've transformed because of you. And now you have the confidence you need to go out there and actually market the thing with confidence versus just, oh, I hope this works. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are involved in the process of building. And this is why, like, when I recommend people start businesses today, like I have a number of students who come my way and they know that I can help them. Um, usually their questions like, should I create an online course first or should I write a book? I'm not sure. I'm like, that, those are the wrong questions. Have you helped anybody yet? Like, no, that's why I'm writing my book and online course. No, no, no. Find one person, help them get one result. You don't need a website or a course or a book to do that find one person, help them get a result. That's going to teach you a, where to find these people, B, how to talk to them and get their attention, C, how to actually help them through a process. D, you're going to get this amazing testimonial after all that. And E, you're going to have the confidence that now what it is that you're going to create, whether it is now a book or a course or a program or whatever it might be a, a software. Now you're going to have the confidence leading into that and already have a person that you know can you know help you market it to as a, as a testimonial mm, yeah i love that like it feels like um yeah you're very connected to the audience i i, I was reflect as you're talking i was thinking about my journey as well and and i think one of the advantages i had was when i was doing my coaching uh diploma when i was doing a life coaching diploma in australia they it was mandatory that we had to do a hundred hours of one-on-one -on -one coaching before we ever asked for a fee and so it it forced wow. me to do a hundred one-on-one hour coaching sessions before I ever asked for a fee. So I kind of like, I knew actually how to help people. I had amazing testimonials and it's so true that I feel like now, and, and I think part of it is just culture and part of it is technology and people kind of come into this industry and they're like, okay, I just need to build an online course and then sell it. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, but you don't actually know how to help them yet. <laughs> you know, you don't know who they actually are, but you did those yards. Right. Right. And, and when you build the thing with them, essentially, like this is like the idea of sort of like building with your customer. Yes. You, 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 you let's say you are one-on-one -on -one working with somebody to get them that result. You are at the same time, understanding what to then eventually put in your product mm -hmm. that will then sell. Um, now it's like, you're building it together with who it is that it's for anyway. And, and whether that's a single person or, or, or a cohort of students, like it doesn't matter. You're, you're now again, removing the guesswork as much as possible. You're that much more connected to who it is that you're serving. And it's that much more rewarding mm, to you at the same funny. time. Um, and then when you do that good of a job of creating it, and it's like almost like a perfect fit for them, 
they can't help but talk about it with others. And where one person has a problem, they often are around other people who have the same problem or who are going through the same parts of life. And those people will then all be connected with each other. And if your stuff is that good, you don't have to work as hard to market it because it will market itself. And this is why Power Up Podcasting has grown to produce over three and a half million dollars worth of sales. We don't we've never paid for ads. Hmm. It's the experience and the results that a student gets that becomes the ad that we never have to pay for. Yeah, I love that. Uh, you're one of your latest books, super fans. Um, I'm curious, like where, where did that come from? What's the core idea? Uh, what are, what's like one of the key takeaways for super fans? Yeah. So in my architecture business online to help people pass that exam, um, there was a woman named Janice who was one of my uh, customers and she had been reaching out to me a couple of times while she was you know, studying for the exam. She was really worried. Uh, she wanted a promotion and, and this would help her get it. And so she bought my study guide and we had a few email conversations and then I kind of didn't hear from her for a while. And then all of a sudden I get an email from her that says, hey, Pat, I passed. Like, thank you so much. This was incredible. Um, you know, I got a promotion and I just had to thank you for it. And at the bottom of the email, it said, your fan janice and i was like your fan like i'm just helping you pass an exam like that's that's wild and i didn't really think anything of it two months go by and i noticed that in my list of customers 25 new customers came in from the same firm that janice was at she had gone around and became like my spokesperson to like she could have even just given everybody that thing for free or access to that thing for free. But she wanted to make sure I got rewarded for what I've done for her. She was a super fan. So she wanted me to succeed because I helped her succeed. And so she was able to convince the entire firm to each buy my study guide to help everybody in the firm pass the lead exam. So that one person, that experience that she had with me became 25 different customers. And you just think about the math behind that. Let's say half of those people have that same effect. I mean, it just can grow and grow and grow. And this is why, you know, I love things like funnels. I love mm -hmm. SEO. I love even paid advertising, which I've done in other businesses. But those are all bringing people into the, mm -hmm. the, the, the group of users that I have or the people who, who then find me or as I like to call the, the pyramid of fandom in, in the book is what I call it. Most people come in as a casual audience member. They find you because they have a need or because they heard about you, not because they're fans of you yet. Mm. But growth, the best kind of growth happens from people who are already within your system, already within your, 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 your environment and in the culture of your brand. And when a super fan talks about your stuff, people aren't even coming in brand new anymore. They're coming in with a referral from somebody they trust. And this sort of cycle of growth from within is much stronger than and cheaper and more powerful than all those external factors trying to bring new people in at the bottom. And then you have to still nurture them before you can get to a point of either conversion or, or, or fandom of, of sorts. So instead of focusing so much on let's bring new people in, let's focus on creating the people's experiences great who are already in that will then in turn bring new people in anyway. And so this this book is about that process of how do we get a person who just finds us to engage and feel like they need more of us or more of it, whatever we're offering, to then feeling like they're a part of a, a connected community where not only are they talking to you or you're talking to them, but now they're talking to each other to a point now where like, you know, it's like you're at a you're at a, a sports event and you see somebody who's just literally wearing the same cap as you. And you already have a connection with them because you're all following the same uh, ballpark or ball team or, or sports team um, like that. You can create that for your brand, too. And so there's been super fans of smart passive income who have, you know, who have met in person, who have gone above and beyond to help promote things without even asking who are there when I'm down and I need help or I have trolls showing up like they're there to defend me from them without even asking because they care for the brand so much. It almost is like a way for the brand that you're creating to become a part of a person's life, not just be a part of a, the life, but like become a part of that person's life. It, it, like you, they would be sad if you weren't there. Um, and it doesn't take much. It just takes a little bit of time and attention and care. 
and that's the cool thing about super fans is like it's stuff that we've always had access to to enable these kinds of feelings it's just we're not using them like one tip i have from the book is this thing i like to call the what's up which is a personalized informal reaching out to a single person in your audience just to say hi and doing that every once in a while i do this every friday i walk my dogs for an hour and in one hand i have two leashes for the dogs jarvis and jedi and my other dog or my other hand i have my phone and i'm on instagram and i'm 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 direct messaging people who recently commented on posts and i'm just shooting them a video not in studio just out and about saying like hey jim thank you so much for that comment on your last post i pre or on my, on my last post i appreciate it hope all is well with you and I see that in your recent post that you went to Disneyland. I hope it was great. Anyway, just want to say hi. Thanks. Literally blows people's minds. Oh, that would blow people's minds. Dude, they, they, they're like the reply, like it's a 95% reply rate, number one. Yeah. And number two, their comments are so funny because they're like, I can't believe you spent the time to reach out and say hi. Hmm. Five seconds is all I spent. But that's all you need to make somebody feel special. And so I'm trying to encourage more businesses to do that kind of thing because it literally is needed today. People do not feel like they're a part of things anymore. And when you can bring that community together and you facilitate those interactions or you can create those special moments, like they're not only going to be fans or going to annoy other people so much about how much they talk about you and what you're doing and how you're helping them. That's so good. Yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, people feel quite disconnected uh these days and it's so it is very easy to just kind of do stuff like that so uh, i love it i love it um structure of your business at the moment i'm curious about uh obviously pretty much everyone listening to this podcast is going to be running an expert a coaching business course creation business that kind of world so they understand you know the businesses and different models and stuff mm -hmm. like what what does your business model look like at the moment where where, where is kind of your focus and oh, you've got spi you've got the Pokemon thing, which we'll talk about. In yeah, a that's a separate um, thing. <laughs> I don't even know that. I don't know what that is, but we'll talk <laughs> about that in a second. Um, but yeah, what does what does your business look like at the moment? Yeah, so from 2008 to 2017, it was purely a affiliate revenue model business. So I was simply just providing all this value, literally showing people how to do all the steps of building a business from scratch and just saying, here are the tools I use to do that. If you want to do it like me, here you go. Case in point, in 2010, I started a website about a topic I knew nothing about publicly just to show people how to do it. Here's the keywords that I'm choosing. By the way, here are the keyword tools I'm using. If you want to use them, here's my link. Here's the domain company that I'm going to be going with. If you want to use it too, here's my link. I was generating over $100,000 uh, by 2015 a month by just simply <laughs> showing people like how to do things and recommending the tools I use to do them. Yeah. The cool thing about that uh, initial one in 2010 was I built a website called securityguardtraininghq.com. I recently sold that actually in 2020, but I built that from scratch live in front of everybody. And on day 73, it got to number one in Google for security guard training. And on that day where I proved to everybody that I wasn't just like talking the talk, but I walked the walk too, right? Yeah. On that day, everybody went back to the original post where I started this journey and read every, it was like 12 or 15 different articles that I wrote over time. And in the one that recommended the domain name to go get, and uh, you know, after you find out what niche you're gonna get into, I had a recommendation for an uh, affiliate for a host of a of website. I went from $1,000 a month to $20,000 a month just from that one tool because I proved myself. I said, hey, I showed you how to do it. Uh, now do it. And the uh, tool and the revenue spoke for just how, how much people wanted to see that this worked or not. So that's why I continue to remain very transparent and just show the things that are happening. And I'm just going to take people along the, along the ride. And if you want to be a part of it, then here are the tools I use. And if you want to support me, you can click on those links too. That, that was the model from 2008 to 2017 solely. That model still that's a exists. Lot. Dude, that's, that's a long time you ran an affiliate model. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
people had asked me since 2012 to create my own courses yeah. and I wanted to, but I was scared, scared because I didn't think I had uh, enough expertise to do it, which was obviously untrue, but yeah. I had my doubts and I had my imposter syndrome at the time. Uh, secondly, there were already existing courses about those things already, which were providing a, an affiliate revenue. So I was like, well, I could spend the time to create those things myself, but I'm, I'm just going to push people toward the things that already exist. I mean, passive income, right? Yeah. That being said, in 2017, I finally learned that no matter how much I recommend a tool and no matter how great that tool is, some people still just want to hear from you. They yeah. trust you. They're a super fan of you. They only want your style of learning, which I think is a, a, a big key lesson, especially if you're just starting out and you're like, oh, there's already people out there sharing the same information. No, they want it your way. And I learned that in 2017. So in 2017, we started to uh, create our own online courses for business. And um, we created one called Smart From Scratch, which was kind of a play on will it fly and starting from the beginning to, to, to get your business up and running. And then Power Up Podcasting, which was our uh, uh, most successful course, uh, even today, help people start a podcast. Yeah. And the results came in. I mean, I was so scared to promote those things. I was not confident, even in, uh, even though I knew these things would work. But when I first saw those first results come in of those podcasting students who were struggling so hard to figure this out and then now have hundreds of thousands of downloads, it's like, I, I was doing people a disservice by being so scared about this. Like, I need to go out there and shout from the rooftops. Right. And that's when that course exploded and then the email marketing course and affiliate marketing webinars all these courses right and then 2020 comes around and 2020 a lot of crazy things happen but the other crazy thing is we launched like our our 10th course um, about online courses and it, it was very successful but now i'm like we have a lot of courses and it was just like we were promoting them all the time and it was just getting to be very very noisy and we were we were promoting more than we were like providing value it felt like mm -hmm. and we did hear some feedback from the audience as well which is important to get yeah so my team and i were trying to figure out solutions for well you know all these courses are great but we're bombarding our list and it's not it's not feeling good mm -hmm. how can we combine these things in a way what, what's going to be our new business model moving forward and so here's what we've come up with and we launched this in 2022 and it's called the all access pass for a monthly fee, you can get access to all the courses, but that alone wouldn't serve you. In fact, that would actually be counter because you would just be way overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So in addition to, yes, having access to all the courses and the workshops and other things, you also have specific pathways that are built depending on where you're at in your business journey. So if you're just starting out in your business journey, don't even worry about the webinars. Don't even worry about the other things yet. Here are the three courses that you need to take in sequential order that will best serve you. Now, let's say you already have a business, but you want to expand it. Cool. You have a choice. Are you more of a talker and you don't want to be on video? Great. Go to the podcasting course. There's three courses that all are in sequential order that you should take that. Um, yes, you could pay individually for if you wanted to, but they're there for you. And then you can go elsewhere from there after that. Or if you're more of a video person, take video or take YouTube from scratch go there and then build your email list after that. So as you can see, now there's like different pathways and we're guiding people along the way. But in addition to that, you get access to a community of people who are also taking those same courses with you. And now you're now connected with people who are in the same parts of the, of the journey with you. And there's a lot of cross pollination that's happening with there uh, in there as well. But not only that, this is what's been working really well, and I'm excited to share this with, with yeah. the listeners. Um, we have these things called, and this is not my idea, this was, uh, we hired somebody who was once a teacher to come in and a curriculum director to help us, and she created this for us. Um, we have our accelerators. So yes, we have all these workshops, or all these courses, but you know what? Next month, we're going to be hosting a online course accelerator. So that means you can take our heroic online courses course, but you're going to be taking it at the same exact time as students who want to go through it with a coach. So for six weeks, you're going to go through heroic online courses. We'll give you the lessons to watch. We'll give you the homework. We'll have office hours for those of you who need help, but you don't have to show up to, to watch the lessons. They're already there in the course. So it's asynchronous learning, but there's office hours and other things. So now you have guidance through a course and by the end of six weeks, you will have a course that you can then promote. 
and a sales page are ready go, are all ready to go. It starts in one month, so sign up now. That's so, cool. and do you charge like an extra fee on top of that for them to do the? No, exam? that's included. That's Ooh, included. Okay. And what's cool is throughout the entire year, we have these accelerators planned. So you can see the ones that are coming up and you are enticed to continue to stay as a member because you know those things are coming, right? You can that's, take them at any time. With the membership model. That's oh, dude, like, it's, it's, it's crushing. And here's the kicker. When I promote these things, I say, hey, you could take our single course power up podcasting. It's $499. You can take it. It's, you can go through it at your own pace. It's, it's, it's yours for life. You can get it. Or you can get access to the community, all the rest of our courses, and go through a Power Up Podcasting accelerator that starts next month or next week or whatever. And then I say on a webinar when I promote it, how much would you expect? If you know that the course alone is $499, how much would you expect to pay for all the courses and the community and the accelerator, right? And in the webinar, they're like thousands of dollars, like way too expensive for me, Pat, like all that <laughs> stuff. And then I say, $59 a month. Yeah. Um, and it's paid. No, I saw that on your website. I was like $5.99 for the year. And I was five ninety nine for the year. And, yeah, and it's, it's like $100 just, more to have access to everything and all the stuff. So that was like, that blew me away. Actually, I was looking at it. I was like, dude, that's, that's a good offer. Dude, it's a no brainer offer. Yes. You want yeah, it's a killer it, offer. It makes yeah. sense for you. Yeah. So that, that's what's been working for us. We've been able to increase our MRR. And that's the beauty of what this is now. We have, Yes. monthly recurring revenue for the first time in our business, which is bonkers because it's like predictable and it just continues to stack. It's awesome. And and so now, I mean, we've been able to increase our MRR by like 200% in just quarter two here of, of 2023. Yeah. It's it's bonkers. So anyway, I hope that's inspiring. And, 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 that's cool. and you know, we, we call these, and I don't know who coined this term, but whoever did, thank you, community powered courses. And Yes, we had to hire for it. We have a, a community on Circle for it, and 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 it's a lot more work than just yeah. the passive. Here's the one-off course, and you can get it. But it is so much more rewarding, and the feedback we're getting is incredible. The completion rates of these things are way higher, and I think that serves everybody. That's really smart. I love that. Uh, cool. So you've got your you you're still doing your affiliate stuff that's just running in the background. Yep. Um, you've got your your membership, this community powered courses, the all access pass. Do you have a high level in your business? So that's, that's the main, that's it. We actually don't. I mean, I had once a high level, uh, it yeah. was called, um, actually it was called the SPI accelerator, not to be confused with the one I was just talking about, but it was a $20,000 <laughs> a month program for 10 people to join me in, 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 in weekly calls and uh, a couple in-person things. And, and, and I did that for a couple of years and it was excellent. I mean, it was, it was awesome, but it was definitely a lot more time than I thought because not only did we have the weekly calls and the in-person things, which weren't a problem, but I just cared so much about each of those people that it just took all my brain power to make sure they were a success at that high level for sure. There was a lot more at stake as well at that, at that yes. level that it just burned me out. So. Um, now I do some one-on-one -on -one coaching as well, kind of on the side. I don't even promote that. Yeah, I have, yeah. A, few, I have a few students and I just, all, it, everything is all access pass right now. That's, that's what everything is leading to. And we, we do have a sort of a, a, a one tier above that offer for SPI Pro, which is if you are at the point of business where you would want financial advice and you want to connect with higher level entrepreneurs, not just yeah. beginners, and you are working on uh, hiring employees, those kinds of things. And we have a program for, for specifically those people to connect as well at $99 a month or $9.99 a year. But it's all pretty like lower priced. Lower price, yeah. I don't have a, a, a high ticket nice. item and, and, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And so I'm curious, because I, I was looking at your YouTube and you've got two channels. You've got your, your main channel, which is like 411,000 followers. And I'm assuming that generates... Um, a lot of traffic to your all access pass and all that sort of stuff. Is that right? Yeah, traffic for sure. Um, it builds authority. It allows me to easily create relationships. You know, it's it is nice to say like, "Hey, nice to meet you." You know, I have a YouTube channel on, on business that has like nearly half a million subs. Like, oh, okay, let's chat. Right? Like, like, it helps for that yeah, for sure. Totally. Um, Tell me about video ad before, revenue because I, I do want to ask about this the Pokemon the Deep Monster uh, in a second, which my son will probably thank me for. 
um, my, uh, with YouTube, talk to me about video because you've been doing video for ages uh, and you do it at such a high level. Like I even look at your your Pokemon videos and I'm like, dude, that that I'm like, how, how does he pull this together? How does he run his business at the level he's running at and then spend an entire day trying to flick a Pokemon card <laughs> into, into like some little yeah. <laughs> card holder for 48 hours. Like what, what is that dude? How do you build these videos out? Like what's your philosophy around that? Yeah. I mean, I've been on YouTube for a while since 2009, only got serious about them finally in 2018 for the Pat Flynn channel. And that that's the business, yeah. you know, entrepreneurial channel. And that does help with, with business stuff. But the Pokemon channel started after uh, in 2020, my kids got me into Pokemon card collecting and I got deep in a YouTube rabbit hole uh becoming a part of that community as a as, as sort of just a viewer and subscriber and then i you know my entrepreneurial brain turns on i'm like man there's there's got to be somebody who can come in here to tell better story and create better quality videos and just kind of like give into this community a little bit more and and that's what i did uh and and then here we are now just two and a half years later with six hundred and fifty thousand subscribers and honestly a business with revenue that is more profitable than spi no. uh, Yes. What, I, I'm curious, like, like, how do you serve that audience? Like, what, what, what is it's that? It's entertainment like? based now. It's not information based. I mean, there is some information in there, of course, but it's, it's, it's like a, it's more akin to Mr. Beast type of audience, yes. which is a, a little bit younger of audience, but much bigger audience, right? There's only so many people yes. on YouTube who watch entrepreneurial videos. There's yes. so many people on YouTube who want to be entertained mm -hmm. and Pokemon itself is the largest media franchise in the world, wow. bigger than LucasArts, bigger than, uh, you know, all that stuff. So it has a wider audience base. And as a result, more people watch my videos and I have not cracked the code, but I've been learning deeply about how to get a person's attention with a title and thumbnail, how to tell a good story and hold people for 10, 15 minutes on a video about a 40 year old man looking at shiny cardboard, right? Like those kinds of things. And the ad revenue is huge. I mean, it's anywhere between 30 to 70K on high season per month on YouTube, wow. which is ridiculous. And it's just me and a editor and a producer, right? I don't have a team. This wow. is how my other business continues to run. It is more passive because there's a team that was hired specifically to just be the best at those things that I once had a hand in, but now hand it off so that I can have time to do these things. And it's, you know, bringing my family and I closer together. The kids are actually on payroll on that side of things, uh, which yeah, is because they're in your, a lot of your videos and stuff. They are quite, uh, yeah, quite a bit. And there's, there's some yeah. tax advantages to have them on payroll and yeah. such as well. And they're learning and they're, they're working hard. And, you know, um, we just held an event in Anaheim, California, uh, and with zero marketing dollars spent, we had 2,500 people buy tickets to hang out with a bunch of other Pokemon nerds and creators. And I, um, it was, it, I'm just recovering from that event from three weeks ago now, but it would have been intense. That would have been so intense. I'm curious in designing a Pokemon event, like what, what's the content look like at the live yeah. event? <laughs> well, it's interesting because at collectible shows like Pokemon and sports cards and stuff, traditionally. And again, how do we how, how do we do the research going into this? We literally went to these events and talked to people. I mean, to go back right. to what I said before, yeah. we yeah. talked to people so we know what they like and dislike, like straight up. And we found that at these events, they're mainly in convention halls, like giant rooms with a lot of tables selling, buying, trading Pokemon cards, and that's it. The activities are very, very sparse. And with my team and I, when we, this is a, a different team, um, we went to these events and with kids and we're just like, there's nothing to do here. And we talked to people and we're like, what do you wish was here? Oh, I wish there were activities for kids and, you know, like a station for, for art and stuff. We just built what the community wanted. Mm -hmm. And we designed it in a way that's similar to Comic-Con where we have panels. That's, that's like the, 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 the breakout sessions or panels with the creators. But we, right. we, we basically framed it in a way where it's like, you know, at Comic-Con, you have the cast of the new Marvel movie coming in and they're doing a panel and everybody's a fan of theirs and stuff like it it was like that except instead of the cast of marvel it was everybody's favorite pokemon youtubers and so everybody oh, was that's cool to meet their favorite pokemon youtuber and and we, wow. we we centered the attention around them not me around them and one other smart thing we did was we didn't just focus it around the giant creators in the space i mean there's creators with millions of subscribers who came and they did draw a crowd of course but we focused on the creator with a thousand subscribers who had loyal fans 
but just never got recognized. Well, guess what? We put them on the website as a, as a featured creator who was coming and they just couldn't stop raving about the fact that they were getting recognized as a small creator. And I think it benefits that I was once there too before. So I know how special it might feel to be recognized. And so they came to the event and they're talking about it more than the bigger creators. I, I bet. You know, yeah. and now three weeks later, their videos from the events mm. have been edited and are now published and are just like, you guys missed out. Look at all the things we did. We, we broke a world record while there. Yeah, what was that? So the most people opening a package of trading cards simultaneously. <laughs> so 1,100, 11, uh, 1,189 people all in a room. We hired an adjudicator from Guinness, which was not cheap, and it was a logistical nightmare, but it was important for me to do this because I wanted to start the show with something that would start it off with a bang, be different from all the other events that are out there right from the get-go, and give people something to take home to talk about. And yeah. everybody is still talking about the fact that they are now a world record holder, something that I wanted to be ever since I was <laughs> That's insane. So community, something we all did together, yeah. a memory that we could take home and talk about for forever. Oh my gosh. That's like one of the coolest things that I've heard in in uh event design ever. That's insane. <laughs> I have um, to credit Chris Gillibo, though. He he had done the world records at his event World Domination Summit yeah. ever since like 2013. So he was the inspiration behind that. Oh, that's so cool. Um, in terms of I know you get in, you do ad revenue with that side of the business. Um, yep. do you offer courses or is there is there even a course in that space? No. Or like is there any membership or like is it purely ad revenue? That's kind of what you're going for. Entertainment ad revenue. Uh that is the primary goal because it's quite yeah. large at those numbers. I mean, some of the videos yeah. I have after six months have 10 million views. Um, mm -hmm. but it's not the only one. Um, there are sponsorships, so advertising or uh, private ad sponsorship brand deal dollars that are in there, um, anywhere from uh, 10 to 15K for a 60 second ad in a video on wow. top of ad revenue. So that's pretty lucrative. Um, there are affiliate plays in there as well. I'm the number one affiliate for a binder company in the UK called Vault X, um, and they were a sponsor. Oh, so that's where people hold their Pokemon cards and stuff. Correct, like a binder with a zipper, and it's really high quality. And I get a percentage of of, of a sale for that. Right. Um, I am also now advisor to a couple companies in the collectible space. <laughs> um, and in addition to that, uh, the YouTube channel does have a membership subscription model similar to like patreon and it's just one price uh, you could set whatever prices you want as a youtuber but i have one price two dollars and 99 cents a month which allows you to support the channel and you get access to special emojis in the chat that only members can get access to your name is a different color in the chat and also there's member only giveaways member only streams those kinds of things we have 4500 people paying two dollars and 99 cents a month that's so cool so this continuity model is is wild too um, <laughs> and this is just taking maybe 25 percent of my time actually yeah. um other 25 percent on spi 50 percent of my family and fishing and and that's my life <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so good um oh man yeah what's um what's some of your favorite tech tools at the moment i, I feel like you i, I know that we were a part of a, a common peer, a peer mastermind many years ago. And one thing that stood out to me when you were just sharing random ideas was you were like, okay, I'm using this tool where like someone visits my website and then it changes how the website shows. Yeah. Like, right message. This is that it was one. a right message. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Um, what are you, what are some of your favorite tech tools at the moment that you are like, you're using regularly. They're fairly like usable, easy to use. Yeah. Like what kind of comes to mind? So the first one I'd love to recommend is called Bonjoro, B-O-N-J-O-R-O. And imagine this, a person buys your online course. On your phone, you get a notification that says, um, you know, Colin is a new uh, member of your course. You, you click on the notification and it opens up a video prompt for you to shoot a quick video. It even gives you information, a, a little bit of information about, you know, where you came from if, if you collect that up front. Um, and so you could shoot, uh, like imagine, imagine you purchased a course and then three minutes later, the course owner sends you a video thanking you for that purchase. Like that can happen instantly using Bonjoro and it's connect, it's connected with, uh, through, through their app on the, on the, on your phone. 
And it's a, a very similar to that strategy I mentioned earlier uh, of just like hitting up a person saying, hi, this is at the point at which they just spent money with you to help them feel a little bit better about that purchase and get them excited. Send them a quick Bonjoro video. There's other tools like that. Bomb Bomb is another one, but I really love Bonjoro. Um, so, so that one is really great. Um, you know, we use Circle for our community. Yeah. And there's a lot of different community tools out there, but I, I got to give credit to Circle because they've created something really special. It's sort of like a beautiful marriage between uh, how we're familiar with Facebook groups mixed with the organization of Slack. Uh, and it, it's been really good for us for what we're creating and, and the community that we're fostering and also holding the courses and, you know, it has live video capability, all that stuff uh, in, in there as well. And honestly, just my calendar, my calendar is at the center of everything that I do as far as what I do, including when I should be focusing on family. I have that in the calendar and you might think that's a little ridiculous, but I tend to, I, t if I have open time in my calendar, I tend to just be on my phone and I end up getting into work things anyway. But when I have in the calendar, that's family time, I know that nothing else matters. And I, I, and I have to remind myself about that because I'm so wired to just like think about business. Mm -hmm. So um, I have that in, to my advantage as well. And I think we all have access to a calendar that can help us focus on what's important in our lives. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Pat, well, it's been great having this conversation, uh, fun, talking, talking all things membership and tech and Pokemon, Pokemon. And all, all that sort of stuff. Uh, if people want to connect with you, what's the best place for them to connect with you on? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a number of different places, obviously, many that we've talked about already, but I'd love to invite you to come on to our newsletter. It's called the Unstuck Newsletter. Get unstuck at uh, smartpassiveincome.com slash unstuck. And, and what I do is just every week I share a, uh, a, a five minute email uh, about a story or a lesson that's going to help you get unstuck. Because, you know, when I started a business, I mean, I'd get stuck all the time. And thankfully, I had access to people and, and stories that could help me get unstuck and and you know, serving now hundreds of thousands of different entrepreneurs, I kind of know what you might be going through. And I'd love to help you get through that. So smartpassiveincome.com slash unstuck. Yeah, so good. Final question. Uh, imagine it, it's the end of your life, Pat, like literally, and people are standing around talking about Pat Flynn. There's your friends, there's family, there's your kids, there's colleagues. W what would be your hope that they would be whispering about you? I would hope that they would say, you know, Pat taught me through example that helping others is the way to get, get what you want. You know, I think it was Zig Ziglar who said, you know, you can get anything you want in life so long as you help other people get what they want. And I just want to be a prime example of that. I want to I want to have people go, man, Pat was able to do everything he wanted to do. But you know how he got that? By helping all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Pat, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, mate. I, I've, been a, I've been a fan of you for years. Uh, watching you grow and develop, you're a, you're a true uh, you know true representation of integrity and just building something worthwhile in this industry, which I just love, and I'm stoked that we get to feature you on the Expert Edge. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you everybody for listening or watching, and uh, looking forward to connecting again. Love it. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.